Hello, and welcome back to our Spirituality of Parenting podcast. This is Bethany with Cami. Hello. And we thank you for sticking with us. You may have noticed we didn't actually put out a podcast last week. Wow, wow. Ooh, but you know what? There actually, I think, is a good lesson in that. Yeah. Um, and that is that we just can't do it all. Yes. Um, there was a lot happening last week. You picked up an extra client at yes. work. Ben went back to school in person full time. It was a crazy week. It was and a crazy so, week. And so, you know, we had to just allow ourselves to not do some things. Yeah. And this podcast was one of them. And I think that is important to be able to do. Yes. To know what one can let go of. Now, obviously, there are some things you just can't let go of, but we could let go of this for a week. So we did. Yes, we did. May you learn from our lesson. What we we learned a lesson <laughs> that we can't do it all. Yeah, well, that's true. I've known that for a long time. I uh, see that's a harder one for me. Yes, I know. I like to think that I can do it all, uh, but anyway, we're back. And we actually last podcast kind of left you on a cliffhanger. We were talking about money, right, and generosity. <laughs> um, and there was one little bit we didn't get to, which was um, allowance and chores. Oh, I'm glad you remembered that. Oh, I remember things. I'm very impressed. Yes. In fact, I think it was you who wanted to make sure we discussed it. Oh, yes. Um, and so basically, it, going back to the money and generosity chapter, um, you know, they advocate for both. Mm. Once a child is of a certain age to get allowance, and you know, the amount can depend on your family, but that really does help to teach money management. Right. They also advocate for chores, age-appropriate chores. And in fact, in this chapter, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But yep. you know, teaching responsibility and service to the family. Um, what they don't have a strong opinion on, they being the authors, um, is whether you should link allowance and chores. Right. Um, they actually didn't really seem to care. Um, you know, do the chores receive payment or is the payment separate from the chores? Either way, they said, but they did advocate for both right. happening. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I would say ours are loosely linked, but maybe not super linked. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. They're pretty linked. They're like pretty if, linked. If Ben doesn't do certain things, he doesn't get his allowance. So I guess they are pretty linked. They're linked. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell the story about... Ben coming to us with his list. Oh yes, many moons ago. Yes, so Ben was five or six, and he decided he needed, he wanted, he didn't need, but he wanted his own spending money. Mm -hmm. So he came to us on his own, and saying that he wanted a, an allowance, and he was willing to do pick up poop for 25 cents and make his bed for 10 cents and just all of these random things with a, a cents. Mm -hmm. It was very, it was very it. low it amount. Was very low amount. It was very adorable. <laughs> he was young. He was young. So you were very strongly that you wanted it to not be based on chores and that it was payment, but that it was part of a family. Right. I also didn't want to get into sort of the nickel and dining. Yes. Like, oh, okay, you picked up poop. Here's your money for yes. that. Oh, you made right. your bed. Here's what that. Oh, my gosh. That would just drive us oh, yeah. crazy. A, a, a chart like that would have oh, been crazy. We just can't manage that. We can't do it. So then we assigned, we added it all up and came up, I think it was $3 a week. That was at that time. Mm -hmm. But then we made the decision, and he would get a dollar bonus if he didn't complain. Mm -hmm. And he actually did it. Mm -hmm. And he he has faithfully done them, and we've added some additional chores. When he got an allowance raise, 
but he has he has done them without complaint. I will say, and we don't actually offer him the bonus anymore. Shh, don't remind him. Well, I just figure it's <laughs> it's kind of yeah. 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 Um, but it, you know, it's also been a wonderful thing to watch him like going to stores like Target, his favorite store in the whole wide world, mm-hmm. and him knowing how much money he has. Yeah, and using it for his his things and actually not wanting us to buy him things unless he can pay for it himself. So I think that's been a really good thing. And I, I was telling him the other day about we were in Target, his favorite store, <laughs> and um, we passed the pen aisle. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. He had a thing for pens. He had a thing for then, pens yeah. back then. And he would he would um, bargain shop for the pens. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't understand, Mom, why these pens... There are five of them are more expensive than these pens that are ten of them. And so, you know, I think even at that young age, understanding money and the value of it and working for things mm-hmm. is, is mm-hmm. a good thing. Yes. So. And we also, so yes, I would say our allowance and our chores are linked. However, he also knows very clearly that if we ask him to do additional things around the house, which we often do, yeah. he has to do them. Yes. And he's not going to get paid for them. No. And he has to do them because he is part of the family. Right. Which moves us oh so nicely, oh, so nicely. into our next chapter. Service. Service and community. In fact, it's interesting that we sort of bled the previous chapter into this because the two are very related. Yeah. Um, the previous chapter being all about being generous with our money this chapter about how we're generous with our time. Um, so the very first sentence of the chapter, the way of Jesus is fundamentally a way of service to others. Yeah. I thought, I, I loved how they started that chapter just so clear. Yes. And I agree. I agree. You know, if we are going to call ourselves followers of Jesus, we have to be about service, service. to others. Yeah. We just have to. Um, And so then they follow that up. Jesus' prevailing opinion is that our lives are fundamentally and primarily given to us in order that we may be a people for others. I find that very interesting. Oh, I love that, and I wish we all lived that. Oh, isn't that true? I might add also a people for God, but I would guess that in being a people for others, we are being a people for God. Absolutely. So those two are are very linked. And Jesus asks us to go regularly out of our comfort zones to be of service to God's creation and creatures. You know, the idea that we are called to service and that service may not always be easy or comfortable. And yet we are still called to do it. Um, so far, we're just in agreement. Yes, yes, yes. With the, with the authors, yes. Yes, and with each other. Isn't that nice? We're always in agreement. So here we go. Yeah, the I'll struggle. We, we are in total agreement so far. But this is not to say that this is easy. The struggle is how to be a person for others when the people already in your life put so many demands on you that you fall exhausted into bed on top of clean laundry at the end of the day. Ooh, yeah. Therein lies the struggle. And therein lies why the podcast is a week late. <laughs> so true. <laughs> How can we be a people for others and teach our kids to do the same when life is already so full? It is. It's 
Yes, therein lies. I mean, here we are, we're agreeing. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Intellectually, we agree. Emotionally, we agree. Spiritually, we agree. Yes, we're called to serve others. And then we look at the calendar and are like, ah! I can't do that. (laughs) How in the world is that going to happen? In fact, later on in the chapter, I'm sure we'll get to it, they actually make the point that, you know, for, say, this area of Marin, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, I'm going to make a grand generalization, lots of folks financially well off, that in fact, being generous with money may actually be easier than being generous with time. That would be good. Yeah, because, you know, uh, a lot of people in this area, you know, do have money that they can offer to give to other people. But they spend all their time making it. Exactly. Yeah, or their their lives are so full. Our cat's meowing, by the way, if you hear her. That's (laughs) background noise. Um, So what do you do when when life is full and you can't find time, that time you want to serve others? Well, and I... So the, the, the money service thing, it is a complicated thing because a lot of people do spend so much of their lives making money and mm-hmm. so that's, you know, we already talked about money. But, mm-hmm. you know, for those that do that but then give freely of their money to people that feel more called to physically do things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to discard that. Absolutely. No, I, I agree. And, in fact, you know, I've seen actually graphics and such, you know, we are all called to be in this world in different ways. Right. Um, and yes, some of us are called to give money to nonprofit organizations to support the people who are able to, you know, be boots on the ground. Right. Um, so yes, absolutely. And one of the things they talk about in this chapter, which I really appreciated, is okay. So you don't have the time right now in your life to right. carve out to to do a weekly service project or whatever it might be. So how about they suggest? Um, just sort of bringing service into your life and how you treat others, yeah. especially how you treat those in your life that may be overlooked, mm-hmm. that you come across every day, yeah. right? The grocery store clerk, the teller at the bank, if anyone ever goes into a bank these days, nope. um, the bus driver, you know, say if your kids take the bus to school, the bus driver, yeah. you know, your teachers, the, yeah. Yeah, other drivers on the road, right? The crossing guards. Yes. You know, all of these people that we come in contact to, you know, they said that your your kids are watching you. Right. Um, Waiters. Exactly. And perhaps one little baby step forward in service and treating others how Jesus calls us to treat others is to be kind with those people who are, are already in our lives. Right. They're part of our daily lives. Um, I really liked that. Um, I think, one, because it feels doable. Yeah. You know, and I want to do things that feel doable. But two, um, what an important lesson we're teaching our kids just in how we behave and act toward others. Um, So I've been thinking about about that. And I I like to think that I'm a kind person and I do that, but I don't know if I necessarily always go out of my way to to be grateful to maybe someone who has helped me with something, whatever it might be. That is a... I mean, I, I think because I have been in service industries that I'm so attuned to when people are grateful to things that I do for them and mm-hmm. when they say it that it means a lot to me mm-hmm. um, because I do work hard and you know it just means a lot that I do try to do the same things I mean you you laugh at me all the time because I will tell waiters my entire <laughs> 
Yes. Story. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm sorry I'm asking you to bring me water and tea because I've taken a clear. I'm stuffy. I've taken a Claritin. And <laughs> the whole story. It's not just, could I just please have a pitcher of water? It's no. It's the whole story. Right. Which is hilarious. It is. And wonderful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I think people that are... In, now, you're, you're also in a service. I mean, you serve a very large community. But, yep. you know, when you, when you have been doing a lot of, you know, waiting tables in college and so forth and so on, you really appreciate people that are kind and go out of their way to treat you like a human being. Yes, yes. And not as a... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, less than? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and one thing they note, too, which I think is a very important conversation, is that you know some of these people we're talking about in our lives um, are often more invisible in yeah. our world. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say, in this time of COVID, when we, especially at the beginning, before really much was open, when we thought about essential workers... Right how many of the essential workers were sort of those invisible people in our lives. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when it really got down to, okay, who really needs to be at work? It was a lot of those folks. Um, those folks who also, um, probably a, a large percentage of them, um, may be also serving them with kindness, the authors suggest, also needs to come increased conversations with our kids about race and class. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of those professions, the, the bus drivers and the cafeteria workers, you know, are not white and are not well paid. Right. Um, and so in addition to showing them kindness and offering them our gratitude, you know, another way to offer service is to then educate our children mm. about racism and classism and what that means, especially in our society today. Absolutely. Um, and that is another way of being kind and being of service yeah. to it, others. And that, it's, that is a hard conversation. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in our world today, we're, we're forced with having to have those conversations more often, uh, unfortunately and fortunately. Yeah, both. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way you can move forward is to have them thrown in your face so blatantly but you know it's unfortunate that they are yeah yeah but one thing that I've been really glad about even in the last few months is that I feel like at least in the circles that we travel those conversations are happening a little more regularly Mm -hmm. which again it's too bad that they have to happen and they really need to happen yes um both and um, so another thing they suggest, um, just work that you can do within your own family, um, is really to you know start asking each other questions. Um, what is most important to our family? You know, mm. what are our strengths? You know, even what sayings best capture us as a family? And as you start to lift these up, you know, if things like service and gratitude and kindness start bubbling to the surface, then hey, you're probably on the right track. Mm. You know. If other things start bubbling up um, that maybe aren't the direction that you're wanting your family to go, <laughs> that's a nice way to maybe take a little turn and would be an start interesting exercise to do. Up. Look at that dinner time conversation at the Nelson Summerall House oh, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we need a whiteboard. Let's whiteboard it. <laughs> okay, you can go track down a whiteboard if you want. <laughs> um, another thing they suggest that I really like this chapter. I, 
You know me. I love just really practical things I can put to use right away. I do. And this chapter has a lot of that. Oh, that's good. So I love it. Um, another thing, um, point out to your kids when they're being kind. Yeah. Um, in very specific language. And, you know, remember our conversation that Jesus calls us to kindness and to service even when it might be difficult for us. Mm. And you can point that out to your kids too. Here's one example they use, you know, I could see that what you did made Julie, I'm making up a name, yeah. very happy, even though you had to take time out of playing with Billy, or you know, whatever right. it might be. You know? So you're both acknowledging, oh, you were so kind, and look, look how it affected that person. Mm. It really changed her. And I also acknowledge that you, know, you had to give up something. Right. You know? just, just vocalizing that and mm. pointing out when your child does that yeah. um, is... Is a, is a nice way to affirm maybe what, what they're already doing. Right. So, so, yes, you know, should we think about ways to serve, you know, out at the food bank, you know, at the senior center, whatever it might be. Of course, our options are limited in, in the time of right. COVID. Yes, you know, doing those things. We're really carving time out of our schedule and getting out of our house right. when we can. Yeah. Definitely. And... There are lots of other ways to just bring that attitude of service yeah. into our lives, into our everyday lives. Just every, right now. Yep, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of drivers. Kind. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then just one last thing, which is something that I've thought about. You know, when I was a youth director, I led a ton of mission trips. I know. <laughs> you went on most of them. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness she kept me sane. <laughs> um, so they talk about that at the very end. You know, this always comes up uh, when you take a, a mission trip. You know, there's the danger, I'm reading from the book now, the danger that we will take on service projects in a way that reinforces our privilege mm. um, or otherwise sets up the servee as the poor one whom we are helping. Oh, yeah. That was always a struggle. Yeah, it, it is a struggle. You know, we're, we're going, you know, especially, say, our our church youth group at Westminster Tiburon. In general, again, I'm generalizing, but a mostly white, mostly middle to upper class group. You yeah. know, we're going to come with our privilege into this poor little neighborhood, and we're just going to show you great things. Um, that can be a problem. That can be a problem. It can be. Um, but as they describe in the book, there are also ways around that. And I think actually Jeff does a really good job yeah. at combating that attitude. You know, he's, he really focuses on forming relationships. Yes, he does. Um, and even, you know, going back year after year to continue those relationships and, you know, really, um, not, not, we're coming in to help you. We're coming in to get to know you right. and form a relationship and, you know, see what we maybe can do together, yeah. which I think is a really nice way to turn that equation. Absolutely. And Jeff, I'm really impressed with how Jeff does that. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and you're, you did too, by the way. Ah, shucks, yeah, thank I you. because I went on <laughs> most of them. Yes. But, it, you know, it was always interesting to me to see that that attitude would go in, but it always came out differently. Mm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it... You know, I'm going and I'm being a good person. And of course, and I am generalizing, most middle and high school kids are very me-centric. Sure. Yeah. And so, oh, look at the good things that I am doing. Mm -hmm. But they always came out, not every kid, but most of them would come back from those trips changed 
in the better they got more out of it than they gave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always true of service. So even if, so I think even if even if service goes in that way, it can't help itself but to come out differently. Hmm, that's very interesting. Yeah. So even if I go in thinking, oh, I'm doing this because it'll make me feel better about myself, or even if you'd subconsciously do it, mm-hmm. and then and that's okay too, right? I think that that's okay. Like there's something missing in me, so I need to give to get give hmm. give back to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to trivialize those things into. You can't go into service any other way than right. And they actually say that. <gasps> oh, look! I'm well, just a smart. Well, not in your exact words. Well, no, no, no. My no. words were confusing. No, they, no. They, but they say you know may some of those issues not paralyze us from serving at all. Mm. Um, and you know, sometimes we just need to get out there and do it and, right. and, and learn as we go, but you know, to, to be aware of, of all of these issues Absolutely. of, you know, privilege and race and class, you know, there's, it's all mixed in there. Um, and part of it is just the awareness of, you know, our own position, whatever, yeah. whatever it might be. All right. I would like to end this session by reading the prayer that they have at the end of the chapter. So let us pray. Mm. God, gift us the community that our kids and we need to live in your kingdom. A wild mix of people to love us and be loved by us. Send us a a spirit of service to make time and space in a busy life for being people for others so that we can know our best joy. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us. I would like to say we'll be back next week. Yeah, we will. I hope we will. (laughs) But whenever we're back, we'll see you next time with Chapter 7. All right, bye-bye. Bye.